Welcome back to The Outright Effect, a podcast in which unique perspectives challenge us to be better versions of ourselves. My name's Tempsey. And I'm Shelly. And today we're talking about Hawaii etiquette. There is a lot of different aspects of etiquette in Hawaii that are, they're just not found in other places. Sure, it's unique to here. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So when I moved here, um, I felt like there were things that I kind of learned along the way. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that and maybe educate some folks who might be coming to visit. Yeah. And I think um, this is something that I've been thinking about a little bit recently too because I have been having interactions more often with people who are not from here. So, mm-hmm. um, And they've just kind of had some questions. Yeah. You know, that, that have come up, which is fine. So I thought we'd talk a little bit about that. And I think it's helpful to support folks like that because you don't want, you know, if you know them and you know they're coming, you don't want them to feel like, or feel bad for saying something wrong. Right, right, right. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, yeah. Like, whoops. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you can avoid that, then Which help has them. happened. Right. <laughs> um, so I think the first thing that I learned, and it wasn't when I lived here, it was when I first met my husband. I knew he was from Hawaii. So I said, oh, you're Hawaiian. And he said, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm from California, and I'm Californian, so you're Hawaiian. And he said, no, 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 that's not how it works. <laughs> so why don't you explain a little bit more about that? Sure. So this is something I actually um, was watching a video recently of two guys who had come here to film some stuff in Hawaii. They kind of do like a little food thing, right? I think I mentioned this on a previous episode. Yeah, but, so. you know, they did call out that like Hawaiian and Hawaii stuff is like two different things. So, I mean, Native Hawaiians, it's like a culture of people like indigenous to Hawaii, that kind of thing, you know, not just because you're born in Hawaii or anything like that, or you're considered like a local of Hawaii because you've lived here for like years and years and years. Um, And so if you like for myself, I'm not Hawaiian, I'm Japanese, but I've lived here like my whole life. And if somebody were to, you know, call me Hawaiian, I'd be like, I'm Japanese. No, I'm but not. you would also <laughs> let them know, like, hey, that's something else. That means yeah, a different thing, be right? Be a little bit cautious. Yeah, be respectful because it's not something you don't become Hawaiian. You know, like you are not Hawaiian just because you were born here. Um, you have to be born with Hawaiian blood, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that, I think that's important for people to know. Um, do you know anything about? you know, the cultural significance around lays or what they're given for, Mm -hmm. things like that. So I did have this question come up recently where somebody who was visiting received a lay and um, they're not super familiar with that. You know, they're just like, oh, cool. Like, you know, appreciated it and that kind of stuff. And then I saw them wearing it and I was like, did you go somewhere? Like, were you a guest at something or whatever? And they were confused. They were like, why? When do people get lays? And I was like, (laughs) oh okay I mean I didn't know you didn't know (laughs) or you know things around that but I would say like most commonly lays are given for some kind of celebration so like let's say for example you're graduating high school or college like when I graduated high school or even preschool I got a lot of lays essentially lays are like a flower necklace that you wear around your neck and people will give them to you for a variety of different things to recognize you for something you might be like a guest speaker at a conference or something like that you're likely to get a lay if it's your birthday, um, that kind of thing. And when you're graduating high school in particular, or high school, college, or preschool in my case, I was stacked. Like, I had them up to my eyes. Like, I couldn't see. I had to take some off because other people would want to give it to me. And people giving it to you, they're like your family, your friends, so classmates, maybe teachers, your parents, your aunties, your uncles, your grandparents, you know, anyone who came to come see you, they're probably giving you a lay. 
Um, I, I think my mom took some of them and like started wearing them so that I could get more and <laughs> so that kind of see. thing. Yeah, so I could see. And they're heavy. If they're yeah. like stacked on you, it's like carrying weights, like straight up. You're getting a workout. But um, some other times people give lays, a lot of times at weddings, like if you're maybe like local to Hawaii or, um, you know, in tune with some cultural stuff, or maybe you're using a wedding coordinator, they might tell you like, hey, you know, a lot of times the bride and groom will give their parents a lay or their siblings a lay or, you know, really close family members that help them on their journey of life, you know. Um, so those are maybe some other times that you would get a lay. Um, also, you know, work parties, work anniversaries, retirement parties. Or if you're going to a, you know, birthday party of a child, let's say a child's first birthday party. Tempsey was talking about, you know, mm-hmm. birthday parties, I think, recently yep. too. Um, someone may have given you a lay. No. Nope. As a mom? No. Nope. <laughs> I've seen That's okay. I think maybe because yours was outside at the beach. Yeah, yeah, it was. But um I have seen, you know, occasionally sometimes indoor first birthday parties for kids. Some moms have gotten lays. Yeah. Kind of as a like a congrats you know, for keeping yeah, your congr- kid alive for yeah, a year. I mean, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Maybe some more sentimental <laughs> thought behind that. But you know, kind of like a hey, you know, like you worked hard yeah. to raise your child for a year. You you deserve something too. But yeah, and also one thing, so like, let's say all these, all these different events are going on, right? Maybe it's a birthday or whatever. And if you're giving a lay to someone who's pregnant, you would actually untie, because a lay is like a circle, like a necklace, you would untie it on one end and kind of like loop it around her neck. I don't know how to explain that. But basically it would like hang loosely around her neck. Yep. Um, and With there the two is, ends that are not tied hanging right. down below. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In front of them. Right. So and I didn't know this when I got pregnant. Yeah. Somebody tried to give me a lay, and another person was like, "No, you can't do yeah, that." You yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. and so they they ended up cutting it. They didn't untie it; they cut it. And I was like, "Okay, separate it, right? Why?" It's, yeah. So, so it's what a it represents? Thing, I I looked I this up. It's definitely a superstitious thing. Um, what it could represent, or what it's thought to represent, is that the umbilical cord is wrapping around the child's neck, mm-hmm. and right. so you know they want to prevent that from happening yeah. at all costs so you just do not give a <clears throat> pregnant woman a lay that is you know in its circular form yes <laughs> um another time that i i don't think you mentioned apologies if you did but um i got a lay when i first landed oh <laughs> when i first arrived for my first visit to hawaii that's funny somebody brought me a lay they look at me and they're like I think you're from here. You don't get one. I've never got <laughs> one. No, no, it wasn't one. random. <laughs> it, was, it was who was picking me up. They oh, knew I had never it. been yeah, here. Okay. So yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think like visitors definitely. I mean, if you are coming here on vacation and staying at a hotel in Waikiki, the hotel is most likely giving you a lay. If it's expensive. It's like welcoming a guest, essentially. Yeah. That's what that's for, yeah. And it's funny that you say the wedding, um, the lays at the wedding. We were supposed to have a, a lay ceremony, but my... Um, hair and makeup artist she got there really late she got there two hours late so we had to skip the whole lay ceremony for my parents which would have been really cool Mm -hmm. to get pictures of and you know have them experience the local culture a little bit so that was kind of sad but yeah we didn't we didn't do the ceremony part but we got them lays yeah we got my parents and my grandparents lays um which they enjoyed so yeah it was that's good it all yeah it does also look good in pictures and stuff though when you're Definitely. taking family photos and stuff later. Typically, when you get married in Hawaii, the man wears a Miley Lei, which is an all greenery lei, yep. mm-hmm. um, and it looks really, really nice. My yeah. husband wore one. Did I Chris think it looks, wear 
No, he did not. Oh. I, that's just not our style, though. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? Totally um, I actually fine. didn't want any of the guys to have any flowers on them. To, that was my choice. Oh. It's just the look I was going for. But I do like them. I think um, a lot of people, when they do get that lay for, you know, the men, uh, they wrap it with picake, and it smells really good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my husband had that because he Probably. loves, he's like a big Picasso smell person. Um, he can smell everything, even my rank feet when I get home. Oh my and God. so he's like, go wash your feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, his feet don't stink for some reason. I'm like, you're so lucky. But speaking of flowers, um, do you have insights into which ear you wear flowers depending on what? I used to know this. This is if you're taken or single. Yes. Right? I used to know this in high school because I, I don't know, like people would talk about it back then and it was like a deal, you know, like I'm yeah. a boyfriend now or whatever. I don't, I think it's the I same think, thing as rings on your finger. Oh. Left. I don't remember. Yeah, no, that's right. I think because, it is. Um, when they put, I, I decided to do flowers in my hair um, and they put it on the right side even though I was getting married. And I was like, isn't it supposed to... I asked them because I remembered at the time. Mm-hmm. I asked them, isn't it supposed to be on the left? They said, yes, typically. And um, the my hairstylist was from here, so she knew. But she said, all of the photos are going to be taken from your right when you're at the altar. Oh. So I'm going to put it on the right. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I have no cultural connection myself personally mm-hmm. to whether it's on the right or the left. So that's how I know it's supposed to be on the left when you're with, you know, you're taken. And then on the right if you're single. Yeah. And I think flowers here in Hawaii, it's like, although there are, so there are certain times that it means something, right? Like you're congratulating somebody for something, you're um, welcoming them if they're visiting. But also I feel like people here just generally like flowers and wearing them and like the smell of them and yeah. the looks and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it is very common for people to wear flower or a flower over their ear. Yeah. yeah. How do you go through the process of choosing a lay? Because before I would think like, I'm just going to pick a lay that looks really nice. And for me, that means color. Mm-hmm. But what I found out is that color doesn't always mean that it smells nice. And people in Hawaii value more, typically, value more the fact that it smells nice. Yeah. I think I think this is something that a lot of thought goes into, you know, like more than people probably think. So I would say, for example, if you're going to that high school graduation, odds are, if you're getting a whole bunch for all your friends, you're getting that purple orchid one because that's the least expensive one that they sell at the <laughs> yeah. store. Or, or it's like the carnation one with the roses. That I feel like those are normally lower priced too. What so, about the ones with candy? Like the candy are pretty ones? cheap, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they last for a long time. And you get some other benefit out of it. But like, there are certain types of lays that, um, and you can always ask. Like, if you're going to a flower shop to buy this stuff, you can always tell them I'm getting it for like my dad or my brother or something because there are lays that are quote unquote like more masculine style and that kind of stuff. So like for our gram, our grandmas at our wedding. We got them ginger lays because they lie flat. So they said like for elderly women, I mean, not Aww. calling my grandma old, but, <laughs> but, she's, <your laughs> but grandma. she's my grandma, <laughs> you know, they probably don't want something that can roll off their shoulder and they will constantly have to adjust. So if it's a flat lay, it will stay as it is throughout the day, the night, you know, they Does won't that have mean to fuss with itchy it. Too? I think it is less itchy because there's not as many like petally things sticking out yeah. from it. That's where I'm saying like when there's a lot of, you know, depending on who you're getting it for, there could be a lot of thought going behind it because somebody could be sensitive to smell. Right. You might know like, I mean, if you're friends with them or you know them well, right? Or you might know that, you know, they, some people have allergic reactions to lays, you know, you don't want them to get some, get something really itchy. Or if you're going to something like 
like let's say for example you go to Waikiki and there's like a band playing or whatever sometimes they're wearing lays yeah sometimes they want them to be a little bit flashier because they're yeah. performing so mm-hmm. yeah so all, they may be more colorful but don't right. smell as good yeah because most of the the lays that smell really good they are don't typically look good. white right. or orange they're plain so, yeah. and and it's usually all of that flower mm-hmm. so it's not diverse in color per right, se. right right so interesting uh, there was no way I would ever have oh, yeah. known any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think recently I also heard, not recently, I've known for a little while that wearing the plastic lays is kind of like frowned upon, like the fake. Yeah, I feel like lays. that's kind of like, ha ha, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, like tacky party. Or having a luau party. <laughs> right, yeah, if yeah. It's yeah. not truly a luau. Right, 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 right. It's, it's like not a like a themed thing, not yeah. like a genuine thing. I don't, is it frowned upon or is it just like real cheesy when you're in Hawaii because you could be doing the real thing? I, yeah, I think so. I think oh. it's more like cheesy because you could easily just go and get the real one. Yeah. You know, we got a lot of flowers. You could buy, like, to be fair, like for people who are not familiar, you don't have to go to a special store or anything to get a lay. You could no. go to the drugstore. You could go yep. to the grocery store. Like every, they're, they're all over the place. That's so. another interest, <laughs> interesting point because if I were to go to a CVS or a Long's in the mainland, oh, yeah. you wouldn't Why find would a you lay. Why would even have that? No, yeah. yeah. But every Long's, CVS, every store here. Gas station, I think too sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They have lays there for you. Just in case. Super you convenient. You could be on your way somewhere <laughs> yeah. and need one, you know? It's super convenient if you forgot somebody's birthday. Right. You're like, oh, You're, oh I'm going to their dinner right now yeah ah. exactly um so super interesting stuff about lays like who to thunk that we'd be talking that long oh, about yeah. flowers and lays right? it's been over 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> we can see that <laughs> um all right let's switch over to something else uh taking your shoes off when you enter someone's home is there a cultural significance about this because i'll i'll be honest with you growing up we not only wore our shoes in the house unless we got like brand new carpet and then it was like oh you can't wear your shoes in the house for like a month and then they were mm-hmm. over it my parents <laughs> right so um but my shoes were kept in my closet where my clothes were mm-hmm. is it just a cleanliness thing or is there some cultural significance or so i know think, i think maybe it's like split I'm between the two you like you're the expert on the <laughs> subject sorry <laughs> i think it's kind of split between the two and i would say i mean so i would say that when i was growing up a lot of times that was the angle my parents would go like your shoes are dirty don't walk with them in the house but also if you think about it it's not cold enough here for you to be wearing your shoes in the house truthfully yeah that's true so i mean not saying that i don't think that was necessarily a factor in all of this but i'd say traditionally and i'm gonna guess this is probably like a asian cultural thing that came from japan or china you know way way back in the days when all these like immigrants from those countries came to hawaii because i feel like in you know the little japanese movies or tv shows that i have watched and even like terrace house which is on netflix right now there are areas when you get through the front door almost like a foyer kind of situation where they have like cubbies for shoes like you're supposed to take your shoes off before you come in so i don't know like necessarily the reason why they were doing that I think part of it is like a respectful thing. Like you don't yeah. just want to like track your whatever is on dirt or whatever through yeah. someone else's house too. Yeah, that's true. But um, my husband goes, yeah. well, think about it. <laughs> like <laughs> He's like, you, wa- you walk outside in the dirty ground and then you come and bring it in your house and you bring it in your kitchen and then it goes into your bathroom and, and then you keep it under your clothes and all your stink from your shoe goes up into your clothes. And I'm like, 
geez, all right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wasn't challenging him on it. I didn't really care because it meant that I had to clean my floors less. Yeah. So, I Mm -hmm. mean, that's a benefit too. But I just thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, why? I was just asking him, like, why is that? And it was just funny when he said, well, think about it. And I'm like, sorry. (laughs) And on the flip side, I'll be honest. So, I mean, I have visited people like on the mainland um, who never lived here you know what I mean like they never grew up here or anything and I felt really bad walking through their house with my shoes on still and I was just like oh yeah okay like in my mind I'm like oh my god I'm just like you know where I've walked today like it felt down on your floor so I've been doing it for for almost 10 years now because I've been with my husband for almost 10 years I can't believe that um but it feels super uncomfortable like guilty almost. Yes. Like, yeah. It's like a guilt mm-hmm. when I'm walking. And they don't care because they normally don't take off their shoes before they go in their house. But I just feel like, what if what if there's something on my shoe that's going to get on their like carpet? Gum. I don't Ugh. know. Like, yeah. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. That's so in my, you know, future home I want to design. I do want a little like area right when you come in with like shoe storage and whatnot. It's called a mud room. I know. But we don't have mudrooms here. I know. Because we don't have but, smell. But, you know, at the same time, too, like, mudrooms, I don't know, like, because I've never actually been to a house with a mudroom. I always feel like that's the back door situation, not it can the front be. door situation. It can be. It can be either, but yeah. typically people have mudrooms because you go out in the snow right, or and your super shoes are all, like, gross and yeah. muddy and, yeah. Yeah. So, there's no real need to have it here. Right. But I would love that, too. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about, you know, you talked a little bit about Japanese culture and some of the movies that you've seen um, where people are taking their shoes off before they go into the home or wherever they're going. What other cultural influences um, kind of have ingrained into Hawaii yeah. etiquette? Mm-hmm. So for me, I would say like some of this comes from things that I was raised from, w- raised with, I guess, either like from my grandma or like my parents. So and these are, I feel like, more leaning towards, like, Japanese traditions that may have transformed over time, you know, obviously. But mm-hmm. one of them is omiyage. So that might be, like, a confusing word for a lot of people out there. <laughs> I said omiyage. Omiyage. <laughs> omiyage. Basically, that means um, buying things for people when you go on trips, like, bringing back gifts for your friends and stuff oh. like that. So that's something that we definitely do. You know, like, when we go on a trip, obviously, I'm shopping for myself. But we also bring back stuff for other people like friends, coworkers, parents, you know, anybody who might want something or whatever. A lot of times right now, this is going to Trader Joe's because we don't got Trader Joe's over here. Before, it used to be a lot of other stores, but and I would just fill up my suitcase with all these things. What was the one thing your dad asked you to bring back? Sourdough bread. Sourdough bread. I was like, what? But it was like a specific. And it's, yeah, it's a certain one. And I bought one and it was the wrong one. I'm like, you don't get this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you are that's grounded basically what I said. <laughs> and then it was actually, he actually wanted sourdough bread from Southern California, but I was in Northern California oh, and I was like, never mind. Um, but yeah, omiyage, that's a thing. So like, let's say for example, when I go to Japan, I mean, and I feel like Japan does a really good job of this. They have all these packaged things that you can just take At the home airport. with you. Right, everywhere. The airport's like a mall. So yeah, it's clearly so cool. a Japanese inspired you know tradition going on right here but but i also yeah. do that for when i go to the mainland oh yeah but it wasn't me it was my husband like he follows that kind of mentality because you know when we go to the mainland they don't get to have some of the treats that we have here and 
my family wasn't even exposed to those kind of treats. Like, mm-hmm. sure, they might have been exposed to chocolate-covered macadamia nuts, but not the ones There's that are from There's a lot of other stuff, Hawaii. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like um, the... Uh, what is it, Honolulu Cookie Company mm-hmm. that has those brownies I think I talked about on yep. another episode. Those are so good. And I didn't get to send those um, that other gift that I talked about on that episode because we couldn't find them. Oh, shucks. If we had ordered them online. So it was these Kona coffee bars, just in case anybody wants to know. They used to have them at the Costco the Costco. They used to have them at Costco <laughs> and they had them at a much cheaper price. You can make your own combination of, oh, of bars. Like, it was oh, like I see, I see. three yeah. or five per box and it was much cheaper than getting it online. Mm-hmm. If I got it online, it would have been $12 more per box. Whoa. So, and that didn't even include shipping. Oh my God. So I was like, I'll just get people other stuff. But anyways, so that's just something that we do every time, every single time. So then the extra space that we had from bringing that over. Oh, we you can fill it up back. and bring something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. I think another thing that I feel like, well, the only reason why I think this is maybe exclusive to Hawaii or whatever is um, returning empty containers if somebody gives you food. So like, let's say, for example, if like you have a friend that like, I don't know, get like, oh, hey, I made cookies at my house over the weekend or whatever. I don't know. Maybe not all of us have those friends out there, but, and then they bring you this container, like their Tupperware from their cabinet at home and they give it to you. You would not normally give that back empty to them. That was one thing that my grandma mentioned a lot. You know, you don't just give it back empty. You fill it back up with something and then you give it back to them because your friend gave you something. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a even trade situation. That's great. Yeah. I would go even further to say that when you have parties or you go to potlucks or whatever, that it's kind of discouraged to leave without taking some with you. Yeah. People want to split it up. They want you to go home with something, you know, like you don't just come and leave, you know. And even ones that I would go to. But even when you're going, you should take something with you. Oh, yeah, Yeah. of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) But when you're going, like sometimes I would go to things and my husband wasn't able to make it. I'd be like, oh, take some for Daniel. Like, oh, no, it's okay. They're like, no, take Take some for him. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Okay, sorry. <laughs> it was like I could tell they were very adamant that you take you something should, home. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and so now I just know when you're helping clean up or if people are cleaning up, they're going to pack some stuff for everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And the other one I can think of is um, when you're using chopsticks, because that's pretty common here to use chopsticks while you're eating. You do not stick them straight up in your food, like two chopsticks side by side, Pointing straight up to the sky. That is a no-no. Isn't that something to do with death or yes, something? Yes. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I, Actually, I didn't Daniel, look this up. Daniel but... told me about that early on. Because mm-hmm. I would just like... Even in Put soup. Them, yeah. Like mm-hmm. in noodles, he'd be like, no, no, no. But mostly it's rice. Rice, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. I was just right. needed somewhere to hold my right, chopsticks. Right, right. Yeah. But you got to just hold it on the side. And make your little chopstick... Um, with the wrapper, you the fold wrapper, it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he taught me how to do that too. You just fold your wrapper in a specific way and it kind of holds up your chopsticks as like a chopstick <laughs> holder. I feel so special knowing <laughs> these things. Uh, another thing with eating, since all of these have to do with food, is going back to like the potluck thing or party, is I've noticed or I was told by my husband that instead of letting the children eat first, like the parents going and getting food for the kids first you actually let the elders of the family go first and this is like a big thing in hawaii and and probably some of the specific cultures out here is that the elders are highly respected and you want to make sure that they're taken care of first Mm -hmm. so kind of interesting in the mainland what i've experienced anyway is that the 
you know, everybody waits until the mothers go and get food for their children so that the, maybe because they want the kids to shut up. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but um, that's what I noticed that one too. Another thing I'll mention is there's some etiquette aspects when it comes to driving. So, and I, I kind of feel like this depends on where you live in Hawaii because there's like some really laid back areas. There's some real aggressive areas just because it's really compact, like town. Um, but in town, that's where I live and there's not many left turn lanes. So you kind of have to be a little bit more assertive. If you want to turn left, you really got to want to turn left. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it might take you weaving a little bit, but... Um, if you stick out your hand and you want to get into the next lane, like people will oftentimes let you in. There's yeah. that like aloha spirit mm-hmm. and, and things like that. But if they do let you in or the cars on the other side of the road that are going the opposite way when you're making a left, if they stop and let you go, you got to throw up your wave or your like shaka if you're right. thank if you them. feel comfortable acknowledge with it. But, yeah, them. That's how you acknowledge and thank them. And I also um, was told that this is not a town or state in which using your your horn is prevalent mm-hmm. in fact if you use your horn you could get beat up <laughs> so i was like okay it's not like i was like leaning on the horn leaning in on the horn in the mainland or anything but it was good to know because i'm not trying to get beat up right yeah and i mean i think that's like if if it's used in an aggressive way right yeah. calling somebody out but like you know I, I mean i have used my horn if someone clearly was not paying attention to a light turning green and then sat there for a while i'm kind of hey, like hey heads up. yeah <laughs> you can go now <laughs> um but you know also i think that um that's one I don't know if necessarily a complaint, but I think something that people go back and forth on is like people are too nice driving here. Like everybody just wants to let each other go, yeah. like that kind of thing. So that could be good because then at least you can go. Yeah. But that could also be bad because then you're like holding up holding, traffic. Yeah. yeah. But then you have the other side of the the coin where people are so assertive, it's like blurring the line into aggressive. Oh yeah. And they cut in front of the entire line and then hold everybody else behind the back, which is causing the traffic to begin yeah. with. Mm-hmm. I know a couple people like that. I won't say who, but it drives <laughs> me bonkers. <laughs> Anyways, um, what about, have you had this experience of people fighting over the restaurant bill? So for me, not really. I feel like when my friends and I are going somewhere, we automatically know we're splitting it and we're paying for ourselves. Hmm. I mean, I think it also depends on who you're going with. Yeah. Um, but I would say most cases, like when I'm with my friends, we're like, some of us may take turns like we already know like it's a preset expectation you know what i mean like like let's say for example if one day i head over to my friend's house and i'm like hey you want me to pick you something up sure the next time they're probably going to get me but once we've caught up on that and then let's say we're meeting at a restaurant we're like splitting it yeah yeah that's not my experience (laughs) (laughs) like that's my experience with going to lunch with you or like those kinds of things but with my husband's friends they like i feel like they're gonna they're getting close to like scrapping over the bill. Yeah. Give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Or my husband is really good at getting his credit card to the waiter without anybody knowing. <laughs> That's only a skill you learn when you've grown up fighting over a bill. Yeah. <laughs> you don't true. Pay yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll go to the mainland to see my parents or they'll come here and we'll go to lunch or dinner and my parents will be like, where's the bill? And Danny's like, oh, I already took care of it. And they're like, oh, I wanted to pay, you know? And I'm like, he's like mitigating the whole argument, you know, to begin. He's like, oh, it's okay. You can pay next time. And then he doesn't let them pay next time unless it's like a cheap something or other. And I'm like, okay, they're really going to start getting mad. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing I noticed is I started when I 
when I met my husband, I would call flip-flops flip-flops because where I grew up, they're flip-flops. But if you call flip-flops flip-flops here, you're going to get we a know. look. <laughs> we know you're not from here. Yeah. It's a giveaway. And you're going to get a look. It's like, hmm? what? What's that? Like they know what it, you guys know what it means. Right. But yeah. you're just like, oh, it's like cringeworthy almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're called slippers. <laughs> and it's not slippers. It's slippers. S L I P P A H S. Oh my god. You Do know it's so slippers or slippers? No, slippers. Oh. <laughs> we also covered in a previous episode that I do not say many slang words. That's true. Yeah. But, you know, it's so funny because like, you know, on the on the opposite end, if I ever say slippers to somebody who's not from here, they think I mean house slippers. We yeah. we already know that too. And yeah. then sometimes I'm like, "Oh, no, that's not what I meant." <laughs> What about Malama Aina? Have you heard? Is it Malama Aina? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, what I don't it, feel like, mean? well, it means to take care of the land, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like, I. well, I guess it depends like who you're around, what you're exposed to, if you're watching TV or reading something like that kind of thing. Because I wouldn't say that this is a phrase I hear a lot. Like, I don't feel like it's being like shoved in my face or anything like that, but I feel like it's something that you do like you know you already know you're supposed to be taking care of the land like you already know you're not supposed to be littering you know what i mean yeah. like without it having to be spread across a board and you know in big letters or anything yeah. like that like you're just doing it already well it's because you grew up with that mentality yeah like people around you in school it, it's not prevalent to you because it's just the way everybody lives right but for me when i was growing up it was don't litter right like mm-hmm that you know but this this means a, a lot more than right, just don't right, litter right. i get that it means caring for the land and its resources but for me you know it's kind of like in in the mainland i was taught do unto others as others would do unto you this is the golden rule mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and i think um sometimes you know not sometimes but we have tourists that come here and if they weren't taught those things that i was taught and they weren't didn't grow up here then they just leave stuff around or another thing that i've noticed is they'll leave the showers on at the beach oh just running yeah. we live on an island right you know like yeah yeah there's water around us but that's not what we used to shower right yeah exactly <laughs> you know? it's salt water yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my husband taught this to me early on he like for him it was a big thing mm-hmm. and he, it would drive him nuts if he went to a beach and saw the shower just like going yeah and yeah. so no matter what or if he saw trash on the beach he'll mm-hmm. pick it up so now that's what i do too but it's just it's interesting how you grow up, you know, in different places and learn different values that end up, as long as you were taught those values and you were held to those standards by your parents, then you're growing up kind of the same way, but right. with a, a different understanding. Malama Ina is yeah. a little deeper than that. It's right. a different understanding and caring for the land and stuff. Whereas mine is like, yeah, I care for the earth, but just don't litter. Right, you know right, what I mean? right. Yeah. And I think part of it too probably comes be from, you know, once you go out your front door and you look around, there's nature right there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you can't not see it. So it's always on your mind and you're always kind of like, you know, I should take care of this. I don't want it to one day not be there or whatever. I right. want to keep it going as long as possible. Plus, I mean, I guess, you know, there's a lot of education, I think, at an early age. I think you will notice this as Grayson starts going to elementary school and stuff like that. But they are talking about it from, like, yeah, the beginning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Another thing I've noticed is that, I think I've talked about this before on a previous episode, but anytime that I go out, I see someone that I know 
or my husband sees some, someone that he knows and you have to say hi. So this includes acquaintances that you've only met once for like a half second. You know what I mean? And it's just like you like my husband told me you have to be Mrs. Aloha. Like you have to say hi to them, acknowledge that you remember meeting them. And it's just the right thing to do. It's that aloha spirit. Mm -hmm. What is your take on that? Mm, I mean, I think I think it's a lot of things. And I think this is something that we touched on on a previous episode, too. It's almost like a, there's a lot of people in Hawaii, but it's still considered pretty small, like tight knit. So it's almost like one of those. You don't know who your boss is going to be. You don't know when you're going to run into this person again. You don't know. Like, I mean, we, we don't know a lot of things, but, right. you know, chances are you may see this person at some point. So it's not like you want to just be a jerk and ignore great, them or something you know that's a great yeah point i didn't even think about that like this person could be part of your life in the future in one way shape or form whether it's you know minute maybe you own your own business in the future and now they're like the head of of your vendor yeah, you know right super interesting i like that point so yeah i don't ever leave the house without makeup <laughs> because I know I'm going to run into somebody, especially when I don't want to run into somebody oh, yeah. because I didn't put makeup mm-hmm. on. That's when I run oh, into yeah. somebody. One of the other things I noticed is in the mainland, if you say good luck to somebody, it's almost like it's almost bad luck. And it's um, usually facetious. Oh, OK. Yeah. Like sarcastic. Yeah. And, you know, especially in theater let's say you say break a leg right so when I moved to Hawaii or even when I met my husband he would tell me good luck and I would be like what you know like that's supposed to be bad luck Mm. but in a lot of Asian cultures there's a lot to do with quote-unquote luck Luck, in general wanting it to be good and exactly so So it's 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 genuine right right when I have a question for you then yeah so what is your take on people just saying like how are you or how are you doing do you feel like there's a difference between if someone is asking the question because they actually want to know or if it's just kind of like the replacement for hi? It's replacement for hi most of the time here. Oh, here? Yeah. I think it's the opposite. Well, sorry. It's it's most of the time in the mainland and I haven't seen a difference here. Oh, okay. Have you experienced something different? I mean, I feel like more people will actually ask, like, how are you? I think it depends. So I feel like maybe it's, like, 50-50. Yeah. Because I feel like there's a lot of people who actually want to know, too. Yeah, sometimes yeah. people will position their whole body towards me. Wait, and you so can how tell, are you, right? Yeah. yeah. You can tell they're, like, standing there waiting for a genuine answer. Right. Other than, I'm good. Right, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm good. Or I'm fine. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like. And then even now, if somebody tells me they're fine, I'm like, oh, just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably hate it too. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, how can we make this day better for you? How yeah. can it be amazing? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I guess I, I could see that. Yeah. It's funny when my boss asks me, and I'm like, I think about it because I know he's looking for like a genuine answer, and I'm like, I'm good. Things are good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I, I could see what you're saying. All right. For those of you who have visited Hawaii or you grew up here, let us know if we missed anything, if there are any other uh, etiquette aspects that we didn't touch on that you think are super important. Let us know. We want to hear about them and we want to talk about them. So let us know on Facebook or Instagram or you can email us at the at gmail.com. 
Thanks again for listening to this episode of The Outright Effect. You can find us at theoutrighteffect.com, on social media at The Outright Effect, on Instagram and Facebook, or email us at theoutrighteffect at gmail.com. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.